Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal appeals court rebukes the Biden administration regarding censorship. We're going to be talking about this case on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, we talked about this for quite a while, seeing that including our own social media, our own content was being censored regarding COVID-19, the shots, election integrity, et cetera, et cetera. We saw what was happening and that the Biden administration was using big tech to censor conservative Christians. Yeah, it's unbelievable to actually see this happen. And this court decision exposes it. The case is the short name, Missouri versus Biden. Several states sued the Biden administration and several divisions of that administration. The lower court issued a broad injunction. The Court of Appeals actually modified that injunction, but essentially gives everything that was requested. But what's great here, though, is that the court modified a preliminary injunction issued by a lower court, and it now restricts the White House, the Surgeon General, the CDC, and the FBI from improperly influencing social media. That's a huge win. Yeah, the original injunction had 10 points. The modified injunction looked at one of those points and expanded it and clarified it, limited the number of defendants that were directly involved, which would be those that you just mm -hmm. mentioned. The court uh, wrote in this particular case that uh, this situation involved the significant encouragement and even pressure by this Biden administration on social media companies to remove, quote, undesirable, close quote, posts, quote, by way of intimidating messages and threats of adverse consequences, close which mean, quote. Which means anything that didn't go along with their agenda, they were censoring. Yeah, the court determined that the social media platforms moderated their content policies, quote, in capitulation to state-sponsored pressure, close mm. quote, and therefore those actions must in law be deemed to be that of the state. Right. The court wrote that government officials have engaged in a broad pressure campaign designed to coerce social media companies into suppressing speakers, viewpoints, and content disfavored by the government. The harms that radiate from such conduct extend far beyond just the plaintiffs. It impacts every social media user. And we saw it here at Liberty Council. Oh, we have. And everybody has experienced this. If you yeah. post something, for example, on Facebook, say, for example, someone had a personal injury uh, from the COVID shots. Mm -hmm. Individuals that posted their own stories about how one day they were fine and healthy, athletic even in some cases, and then the next day they got the COVID shot, and right after that they had all of these complications and medical problems, and they would show before and after videos, and mm -hmm. they would talk about their own story. Even those people were censored from the social media. And that's dangerous, Matt. I mean, th these are talking about true health issues they've incurred. And that's dangerous because they're trying to warn other people. And this occurred on Twitter at the time. This was before Elon Musk bought it. Uh, it occurred on all these social media platforms. 
And the lawsuit showed that the Biden administration, which would include the White House, the Surgeon General, the CDC, the FBI, there were others as well, but those are the remaining defendants, that they actually engage on a regular basis by email, text messaging, phone calls, conference calls. They would intimidate these social media companies, they would say that they needed to censor this particular person. They would actually mm -hmm. go down to the actual person right. or the subject matters or both. And in some cases, they targeted specific people that they wanted to be censored. And then if they didn't get censored timely, in their view, they would come back and put more pressure on them. Why haven't you acted? They would be belligerent against these social media companies like they were controlling them. And then they would threaten these social media companies with adverse action by the government if they did not respond and censor. It wasn't just on COVID. It could be also on the withdrawal from Afghanistan, mm -hmm. anything negative about the Biden administration and other subject matters as well. But COVID was one of the big issues. The court wrote, quote, officials made express threats and at the very least, leaned into the inherent authority of the president's office. The court uh, continues by saying the officials made inflammatory accusations, such as saying that the platforms were poisoning the public and killing people. Then they followed their statements with threats of fundamental reforms like regulatory changes and increased enforcement actions that would ensure the platforms were held accountable but beyond express threats, uh, there was always an unspoken or else. If you don't do this, something else is going right. to happen. And, you know, the Fifth Circuit also stated government officials were persistent and angry when their demands weren't met. The court also found that the government's threatening tone and express or implied threats influence social media policies by commandeering their decision-making processes in violation of the First Amendment. And so the principle is very clear here. If the government was doing the censorship directly, it would implicate First Amendment free speech issues. But the government cannot act on or against private entities, third parties, to force them to do what the government itself can't do. So essentially right. what the government is doing is forcing these companies to censor which the government could not do directly. Well, what the government can't do directly because they're restrained by the Constitution, in this case the First Amendment, they cannot do indirectly either. Right. We have a Constitution. This is not a dictatorship. This is not a third world country. We have a dictator. We have a Constitution that we the people have freedom and we have a First Amendment right to express our thoughts. Yeah, in fact, uh, the court uh, upholds a similar decision by a lower court that was issued on July 4, 2023, which determined the Biden administration conducted a censorship by proxy scheme with the technology firms such as Google, Meta, Twitter, and others to suppress speech based on its content in clear violation of the First Amendment. The lower court barred eight government departments and agencies and at least 40 named officials from having any contact with social media companies except in matters of criminal activity or national security. The appeals court found that the injunction also prohibited legal speech and barred the government from engaging in legal conduct, so it narrowed the injunction 
The court stated that the lower court did not err in its key findings, but rather many of its prohibitions were duplicative and unnecessary. So the judges modified the injunction to only affect the White House, the Surgeon General, the CDC, and the FBI, barring them from specifically coercing or significantly encouraging a social media platform to moderate content. The court removed from the defendants the Departments of State and Justice, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease from the injunction. But the remaining injunction, as the court ultimately uh, modified it, says this, and I'll read it. Quote, defendants and their employees and agents shall take no actions, formal or informal, directly or indirectly, to coerce or significantly encourage social media companies to remove, delete, suppress, or reduce, including through altering their algorithms, posted social media content containing protected free speech. That includes, but is not limited to, compelling the platforms to act, such as by intimating that some form of punishment will follow a failure to comply with any request, or supervising, directing, or otherwise meaningfully controlling the social media company's decision-making processes. So now we wait and see if these uh, entities, including the White House, will actually comply with the court's decision. So this case was uh, put on a temporary hold to allow the Biden administration to ask the U.S. Supreme Court to take the case, which they are doing. And they're, of course, claiming that this is a dire national emergency. No, it's not. It is not some dire national it's emergency. Their emergency. In fact, yeah. <laughs> what the emergency is is that the government should not be censoring information that people have a right to know. Because in right. this case, this is life or death information. Right. Instead of the social media platforms, quote, killing people for allowing content, social media platforms are killing people by censoring content that people have a right to know. They have a right to know about these shots. They have a right to know about these cases. So I encourage you to post your information on social media, but certainly we'll be following this case and we'll file a brief whenever the court takes this case for full consideration. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.